You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member FDIC. Well, welcome to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield, and we're joined in the Farm Bureau studios today by the one and the only Jay Perry. Jay, you're the first guy that did the podcast, like, among us three. I remember when the I was state a... state of state. The state of state. <laughs> the regularity of of that was perhaps <laughs> lacking, I guess we could say. Now, I had not monetized it very well, obviously, in fact. At all. But you know what I found? Honest to goodness, this is so funny. I found this week, Charlie will remember, we used to have these black rolling litigation cases, these big cube-looking litigation cases. And I, I, I opened mine for the first time in, I don't know, seven years the other day. And inside it was all of my broadcast equipment, my mixer, <laughs> my mic. The, you told Matt why you had given back when Matt was calling up here wanting his stuff back. I mean, Matt, I gave it to you, man. Yeah, Matt, I, I think this was somebody else's. But, yeah, no, yeah, once upon a time. So I had a couple good interviews. I, one of my better interviews was with me. Well, of course, that, that goes yeah. without saying. And, Charlie, Courtney Cronin, who now is of ESPN fame and otherwise. Yeah. She, uh, Malik Newman kind of put her on the na- on the map she has, in Horatio. She has, she has done well, for yeah, she, sure. She really has. All right, so we're in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Starkville. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. They have all, agents all across the state of Mississippi in each of your hometowns. And so do your business with who I do my business with, and that's our good friends at Farm Bureau. All right, so this week we play Western Michigan, and then we have the week off. And uh, I guess one of the first things we want to talk about is there are teams at times that just want to get to halftime. You know, if, if you get about five minutes to go before the first half, sometimes in basketball things are not going your way. You just need a deep breath. You're trying to get to halftime. I think we as a, as a team right now and we as kind of a program right now are just trying to get to the open week. No, I think that's fair. And I think this team is in bad need of a, a rain out. Uh, if this were baseball, right? We need to be like Bull Durham, go out there, and we need to turn on the sprinklers. <laughs> the created rain out. <laughs> yeah, so this team needs a rain out. It needs an open day. And because if you look at it, look, the pressure has been coming from a lot of different directions on this team, staff, everybody else, because it's not where people want it. It's not where they want it. And everybody understands that. Getting sometimes to an open date, if you get there at three and three, and everybody can go home for a day or two and just catch your breath, I think it could do a lot of good for this team. Because then you gear up. You're going to have Arkansas, you've got Auburn, you've got Kentucky. And if you find a way to go two and one in that stretch, then all you feel a lot better. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and it's you know someone that uh, – Sometimes can be like us, Charlie. They can be glass half full. Sometimes they can be glass not so half full. And they were talking about the game this past weekend. And I know that the thing about sports is, man, other than the two minutes, it kind of goes back to the Miss Lincoln in the, in the play. Yeah. But if you take away 
just a couple minutes there at the end of the first half, and you can go into the half at 17 to 10 or 24 to 10. And then you come out and you have the drive to start, start the second half. We did some positive things the other night. And so looking back at, at the Alabama game comparatively to the LSU game, you have to say there have been some moves toward the right direction. Go on. I know. I, I, I'm trying to talk you into that mode. But there were, there well, were, there were some positive. Moving the direction and reaching the destination – are two different things. Now, I do I'm think... I'm moving right now in the direction of going to the gym, but I'm probably not going to make it there, right? So... Well, I think the other thing, though, too, to your point, Bart, and you're you're right, I mean, and, and I, I, I know you're not suggesting moral victories. No, I, no, no, I, no, I, I'm I not. And, I'm and, not. And, and, and that's obviously would be hollow, and, and I know you're not. But I do think there were some positives. Um, we took a step forward, South Carolina offensively, obviously. I thought we did some nice things. And I'll tell you the other thing I, that... You saw, I think, this past Saturday that you hope to grow on. And that is, you know, we were forced because of some injuries, especially on the defensive side of the football, you played some guys that you, you haven't really played a lot. I mean, the guy that comes to mind is Don Terry Russell. I mean, I think Don Terry Russell is going to be a star. I think he is going to be a star. Now, would you, would you like his first appreciable time to be against the University of Alabama? Probably not. But I thought he played well. Had, what, two and a half tackles for a loss. Had a sack and a half, I think. You know, did some really good things. Now, I get it. We're two and three. You know, and and, and nothing that those guys did. But I think the important thing is you have to then take that the step further to get to Charlie's point. You have to take that, hey, great, these are positive things. But how do we take those things and translate those into wins? Not this weekend necessarily, but – you know, you're you're at Arkansas, you're at Auburn, you're Kentucky at home. How can we turn those in? Because, like you say, Charlie, if you go, if you can find a way to go two and one, I don't know how good Kentucky is yet. I understand they're undefeated, and maybe your listeners will think I'm an idiot. I I just I don't know. I don't know how good Kentucky is yet. And I tell you this too, and I think football is getting a little bit like basketball back. You know, ten, fifteen years ago, when you saw a very good Alabama men's basketball team. Are very good Tennessee at one time. You know, before they made their latest latest run, they were good at home, but on the road they were completely different yeah, teams. Yeah. And I think you're beginning to see that now, where you know that the effort and how good teams are really does doesn't travel, especially when you start talking about the the teams you can throw in the same sack: us, Auburn, Texas A and M, Kentucky, Ole Miss, South Carolina. South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. You're putting us all in the same group. Yes, I am. See, I'm right glass now. half full. Half full of something. I'm just not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> Share. No, but I, your point still. I mean, yeah, your 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 point is at least still a valid one. Now, the only problem. Charlie's with, bringing the A game today. Look, hey, here, here here's the only problem with with your statement. It, only one of those three is at home. So we 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 need it to travel some because in order to go two and one in that stretch that we've talked about, that means we've got to pick up at least one of those on the road. So we need it to travel at least a little bit, Bart. Preferably, I don't know, probably Auburn. But we need it to travel somewhere. All right, so I got a question for you. I like playing historical mashup games, okay? So if you take a figure from one generation and you put him in the other, you know, if Charlie, we had John F. Gonna make Kennedy. Us, he's going to make us think right now. Yeah, so uh, here's what I want you to think about. If we could trade one, but only one, position group, and by position group, I'm going to go by, if you have a coach, you're a position group. So where I just threw a wrench in that was, you may want to say offensive line. 
but we have a center and guards coach and a tackles and tight ends coach. So That's too big of those. a caveat right there. That's a big caveat. All right, well, just use some responsibility when okay. you start grouping positions. <laughs> well, you can't say offense. Here's my question. If starting the second half of the season, we'll, we'll even put it in this weekend, you could take a position group from the past and you could run it out there in place of what we have. Which one are you taking? Where are you upgrading? And who you going with? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what my answer is, and and maybe not for the reason that you think. My answer is, I, I'm I'm going to go offensive line to the SEC West Championship team. But here's why: one, there was a toughness, there was an attitude. It's not because I think that the the five guys we have now aren't really good players. Because I do. Here's the difference, and here's kind of the reason, the, the wrench I'll throw in it. The reason I'm going to take that, one, that was a really talented offensive line group. But also, this offensive line group, whether it's Mike Schmidt, whether it's uh, Will Friend, they are having to teach things to a group of five people from a blocking scheme-wise that is significantly harder and significantly different than the way they've done it the last three years. Now, they're paid money to do it. And, and I know they're, they're busting their tails to do it. So part of why I'm switching is because I'm going with a group to run an offense that is more similar to what we run. All right. Spart, who you got? I've got the right answer is what I've got. Okay. That's exactly what I've got. So he's taking offensive line as well. No, I'm not. Uh, I can appreciate Let, let me tell you who I'm taking. <laughs> the cornerbacks room from 1999. Fred Smoot on one side, Ooh. Robert, Robert Bean, Bean on the other, okay. and I'm running a nine-man box. <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting all eleven guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage. All well, right, we used to say we'd put them on on, on an island. Yes, yeah. I would put I would put Robert Bean and Fred Smoot on an island and just say, all right, cover them. If they come out in four wide receivers, you got you two. Got of, these two, you got these. Two. Now, if, if you run trips to one side, it's going to be the ch- it's going to be more challenging. If, you know, if like you got coverage, the twins. You know, you got the guys got like deep thirds. You know, right. you you have the whole left half. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take it. You're going to be from the logo over to this side. You're the logo to this side. So I'm thinking, you know, I thought about going back to 1980 just so I could mention George Wansley and Donald Ray King and Michael Haddix and Marty McDowell and say the backfield. But I'm going to stick with your same team. I'm just going with a different position group, and that is I am going with the defensive line. Because, you know, back then we had a yeah. seven-man rotation. Uh, yeah. Oh, the whole, Blade, whole group. Galladay, I mean, oh, it, yeah. Ellis Williams. Yep. You know, you could just we, – we'd run in seven – Dorsett Davis. I mean, we'd run in seven guys right there. Willie Blade. Willie Blade. Yeah, Willie Blade. I know I've told the story, but I have to do it again. <laughs> My all-time favorite. So, when I was living in Dallas, I would ride around at 1 o'clock on Bill Parcell's press conference day. Yeah. Just so I could listen to it in peace on the radio and nobody could interrupt me at work. And – this was when Parcells had just come in, and he starts bringing in some Giants guys like Dave Meggett, I think. He brought in a few people who had played for him. And somebody asked him, they said, Coach, you know, you're bringing these guys in. What does it mean to be a Bill Parcells guy? And he says, you know, I get that question from my team, and I told him, I said, it's guys, really simple. You want to be a Bill Parcells guy, you watch Willie Blade. You watch how he walks. You watch how he prepares. You watch how he comes through that door every day. You watch how he plays on third down. 
and you do the exact opposite, <laughs> and you're a Bill Parcells guy. And so I knew Willie Blade's time with the Dallas football was Cowboys going to be was short going to be pretty short from there. <laughs> but oh, Willie was good for us, though. He was. Ellis, and you're right. The thing about that group is it you could just wholesale change, and 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 what we did. Yeah, because I, mean, I mean, you had two 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 lines complete and, lines, and and. It, it was no. I, I'm not I, going with Nash and Oyafasobi in that group. You remember? <laughs> so imagine. we go Juco head. Arizona Western, run, baby. Right? Air, yep. And then we decided that that was the key was to go Juco heavy. The Juco thing was great for us. 97, 98, 99. You get James Johnson. You get Kevin Prentice, Kelvin Love. I mean, you could go on and on. Heck, the two guys you mentioned, Bean and Smoot, were Juco guys. As but, long as we're going to talk joke, can we please talk dirty Mike James? I know it was a different, a little bit earlier. So, yeah, Mike James was the Jackie Sherrill era. You had Correct. Kevin Bowie. Well, and, and Mike James also had maybe the greatest car of all time. If you remember, it was an, it was an older, I don't, I'm not a car guy. It was an older car, convertible. And it was the first car I'd ever seen in person that, that could go up and down. Had the hydraulics? Yeah. Who was the guy? He, and he, I also had class with him. <laughs> Dirty James, we were in fiction, poetry, and drama <laughs> oh, together. Oh, I was in there. With Sue Minchu. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You and, and I were among the three was, civilians in the class. It classroom. was. I knew. I remember, I remember getting home after the first day, and somebody's asking. It may have even been my mom at some point. Like, hey, how are your class? I said, like, well, there's one class. I'm 100% making an A. Well, how do you know? I said, because it's me, Charlie, and uh, – Wendy Stowe, I think, was in there. I said, there's three of us. Everybody else is an athlete. I feel great about this class because one of them is Mike James. And Mike James would, if he came to class, and that was back when uh, uh, Barry Hill would, would, would personally check classes, right, would walk around all the classes to make sure that they were all in the class. And so in their mind, I don't even know if this is true, but in their mind, at 15 minutes, their responsibility to stay – had been exhausted. <laughs> and so, buddy, and this was poetry? Fiction, fiction poetry, poetry, and, and drama. drama. <laughs> Kevin Bowie would come to class on a hot day. He had a Miami Hurricanes jacket with a hood, and he would come in the back row back and sit row. there, put the hood on, like cover his, cover his eyes, just go to sleep. It was. Frankie Luster was in that class. Frankie yeah. Luster, I forgot. Hey, let that. me tell you something. What Bowie did in the Ole Miss game in 1994, I don't care yes. how many classes he went into and what You're he right. did in those classes. I don't care what kind of poetry he wrote. <laughs> he he well, earned his keep that day. How many times did he carry the ball that day? Oh, he and Michael Davis, man, My, yeah. side I mean, by it, side. It was crazy, but yeah, that was one hey, of the. That was question. Who is the guy? It's been about seven, eight years that had the Mississippi State truck and had his. Was it Nick James? Nick, Nick James. James. He had the yeah, big, he had big eighty-eight. I used on the to back. beg him for the love of goodness. Would you please not advertise who you are? That's a show of a different. Variety, man. but that was my man, Nick James. Loved him, one of the most likable guys ever. But yes, that was Nick James. So when he one time decided that he could take this barricade as more of a suggestion, <laughs> it was not very difficult to identify which vehicle. What was did the make it. and model? I mean, well, it had a big old eighty-eight on his car. Drive around, you find that enormous eighty-eight on there. It is a maroon truck. It was a maroon truck. You know where you can get a maroon anything? Maroon and Company. Can't get a maroon truck there. But Maroon and Company, the Cotton Mill Marketplace, 
Go to um, maroonandco.com or go by the store as well. Use the promo code LEFTFIELD15. You get 15% off your order. The state script, you've got the banner M. You've got uh, all these different logos now that everybody's screaming about. It's so great. The interlocking MSU, we're going to play Kentucky. We'll have that throwback to the 90s. You can actually go to their own page, maroonandco.com backslash 90s MSU. You can get all this great a uh, nice selection of Mississippi State gear. And new products are wi- arriving weekly at Maroon and Company. I didn't think when we got here today we were going to talk about the class schedules of poetry. Well, I'd like to point out how rounded Charlie and I are, that we were taking pictures <laughs> yeah, of poetry way, drunk. I was in that class, and Jay talks <laughs> about how that was supposed to be the easiest day. The exam was at 8 a.m., and Sue Minchu, who was a great, Love uh, Sue Minchu. Sue Minchu called me at 9 a.m. to ask me if I was coming to take the test. <laughs> Overslept. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was living in Sesums, capital of the world. Well, I mean, as long as we're going to give a quick bad story, how about introduction to psychology? Bob Carskadden. Not Bob, excuse me. That was Thomas Carskadden. Tom, Tom Carskadden. How about I, I show up for the review? You could skip an exam, right? If you had a 90 or above and took all the tests during the year, you could skip the final. Well, we happen to have an exam the Friday after a home Thursday night football game during the season. So I chose my skip would be better served for that test. So would that have been the Florida game? It was the Florida game. I think that's right. That's crazy when I put the numbers together and we only play one Thursday night game. That was like 1992 or one or one. two. So I chose that's going to be the better game to skip. That was a Shane Matthews right. game. Threw five interceptions. Right. Yep. We won. That was Sleepy's game when he Sleepy's tore his name. Yep. Oh, so, that was a bad day. So I, I choose to skip that Friday thinking, no big deal. I'll just take the final. No, no problem. <clears throat> I showed up for the, the final class, which or it wasn't even a class day, but it was, like, it was a review, right? Of course, there's not as many people in there. And I comment to the person sitting next to me. I said, boy, there are, there are not a lot of people in here. And this person said, yeah, you know, not that many people are having to take the final. I go, oh, I guess that makes sense. They wouldn't come to the review. And my neighbor turned to me and said, this is not the review. And I said, well, what, whatever do you mean? This is the final. This, this is the final. <laughs> and I said, like, like right now? They said, oh, yeah, right now. Oh, you got a pen? <laughs> so about that time, they start handing out the exam. And back then, Tom Carskadden had – you know, like 15 GAs that taught the class. And they had, the way they had their answer key, it was like a Scantron, but instead of actually running it through something, they had a, an answer key that they would lay over your test. Yes, yeah, just to see if the Just to see. Read through it. Then they would go through and they would read out your grades by the last four digits of, the, of your social. And, and let's just say that, I didn't do so well. You needed Frankie Luster in your class. I didn't do. That's a great question, Charlie. Again, I'm taking that that 98 offensive line, but as much as anything, it's because I I get continuity of that type and that style of blocking scheme. And I'm taking the defensive line because we have to stop something. Well, I was going to say I'm taking that those cornerbacks because two thirds of the world is covered by water. And at least a half a field is covered by Fred Smooth. So, you know, that's another thing. The whole Fred Smooth thing, you know, they actually started with Walt, Walt Harris. Harris. Chicago yeah. Bears and, when he got off the plane. And, and that was some Smooth plagiarism. Yeah. I love Fred Smooth, but but that was because, a Walt Harris. Yeah, it was Walt Harris was playing for the Chicago Bears, and they had – Do you think he got that information from a Vanderbilt wide receiver? Well, only after they finished his homework. Yes. 
but he told them, hey, Walt Harris once said this. Hey, we'll come back. We'll talk further about Mississippi State football and just life in general. And once again, we're brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sausage. Country Pleasing is made right here in the state of Mississippi, down in Florence, Mississippi, all the different varieties. Of course, it's red beans and rice season, so put some of the andouille in that red beans and rice or some gumbo. But countrypleasing.com, they'll ship it to you. Had someone tweet us the other day, Charlie. They sent it to North Alabama, and so they'll send it anywhere in the world, countrypleasing.com. Hey, and don't be afraid to put a little jalapeno cheddar in your red beans, too. Yes. Sir. Yeah, jalapeno I know cheddar. Traditionalists and don't like that, but the hey, the three cheese in there is is pretty good too. Three cheese in anything is pretty good too. So anyway, appreciate you guys hanging out with us here in the midweek show. And once again, thanks to our good friends at WFCA one hundred seven point nine over in French Camp for playing the show each and every week. We'll come back on the other side of the break. You're listening to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. And yeah, welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield, Jay Perry in studio with us today in the Farm Bureau studios. And we're brought to you by our friends at Tracks Plus. Tracks Plus, your spot for heavy machinery, sandy excavators and mini excavators, barco equipment for the Forester. They're great customer service. If you have a breakdown in the field, they'll come and get it from you. But go to tracksplus.com and see their new or used equipment. Hey, I have a question for jay following up on tracks plus sure so tracks plus can tear up a field they, they could do some damage to some dirt trees you name it what is the most torn up field what's the worst field you get to go down the <clears> sidelines <throat> on a lot of places what's the worst track that you've had to be on it seems like we had one this year that wasn't south well, carolina south carolina's the only road game we've been on hey had a boy way to go uh it, it was not great LSU's always been kind of chunky. LSU's is, is always pretty chunky. Ours, uh, no homerism here, it is truly the best one that 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 we play on, it, and, and it really, it really, really is. And that's what's kind of surprising to me about LSU. I guess they're paying all their, you know, everybody else with all that monopoly money and stuff, but they're not doing their field because you know ours is sand based. Right. It's that PAT system is flat, and so they can actually you know turn the pumps on and suck it down through the sand. It's a, it's not pure 100% sand. I mean, it's a peat mix in there, too. I think it's about 80-20 what the mix is. But it can pull that water down. But, that man, the grass at latitude just grows on that stuff, man. It's awesome. I mean, they cut it down so th- so short, and it's so thick. It's so no- – I'll, I'll put you this way. I've had visitors that we've walked the field before, say, midweek. And, and one time, not long ago, I had someone ask me if it was turf. Just yeah. by looking at it, um, South Carolina's was not great this year, to be honest. Now it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it, but it wasn't great. Now, the worst field, hands down, <laughs> is not even a grass field. Liberty Bowl, <laughs> that that turf. Oh no no no! Uh, I bet I can give you one worse. I don't know. Well, uh, uh, what's the one down in the Jackson? one in Nashville? Yeah, that one's bad. But I'll be honest with you. I honestly think that Memphis is even worse. It, it, it is the seams are coming apart. It, it's it is not good. Jacksonville was pretty much mud. It was rolled mud. It was a couple right. years ago, and so that's our good friends at Tracks Plus, and also Howard Technology Solutions. I talked to David Perkins today. Charlie said, "Tell you hello." 
Hey, and told told me to tell you two, uh, Jay. I said, hey, we're going to have Jay over there. So, David, a good friend. And Absolutely. Rusty Toms. And David and Rusty. HowardComputers.com. If you're looking to upgrade your technology in your office, your building, your company, or if you just need to tell someone that, that owns your company, let me tell you, I know somebody that could get us a lot better stuff than we got right now. And that's our good friends at Howard Technology Solutions. Go to HowardComputers.com. I always like the, the new kind of slogans you come up with. You know, we had a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about somebody, you know, it's not that bad of a place to go. And we were going to workshop that a little bit, try to do a little better. And today <laughs> we are better stuff than you have right now. You know, like oh, Lexus used stuff. to be like the relentless pursuit of perfection. Right. But Bart's got better stuff than you got right now. Even if you've got a if even if you're driving the Cadillacs of computers, no, there's no you. there's no way it's any better than anything you can get from Howard. I got That's you. true. No, That's true. No way. Better stuff than you have right now. All right, Charlie. Coming to town this weekend, got eleven AM kickoff. We'll I'm be scared this could be a friends and family event. Eh, probably could I be. I say you're probably right. And, um, and like the weather, I think, is going to be nice, I though. think the weather's so going to be really nice. So for those friends and family. I, Some people may be. What was the hammocks? Enos people yeah, used to yeah. do? I don't think. I was pretty scared of getting an Enos. I could reason. I'm with you. <laughs> they kind of no, wrap me up like I'm just laying, I, look, laying in a bean pod. But here's the deal. It, it, it it's a It's a weekend. Weather's going to be nice. Um, there are some great games. So if, if, if you make your way to town, all right, it's a great opportunity for us to, to get back square, all right, three so. and three. And real quick, then if, if you're so inclined, pretty good slate of games that afternoon. So you can go back to your tailgate, have you some country-pleasing sausage, kick back, watch a little football after a dog win, got to get it back on track this week, need to move the ball, need to stop. People from moving the ball. I will say this real quick, though. It's like Eric Bill Mealy. Parcells said of Willie Blade, look at what we've done, and let's do the exact opposite. opposite. Hey, let's give a shout-out, though, to Eric Mealy. I think the special teams, um, I think he's been really, really good. You can I, sit I at your tailgate as you're wearing stuff that you got from Maroon and Company. That's right. Watching a computer screen that you got from Howard Technology Solutions. After you came out of the Trax Plus Gridiron Club. Yes, and eating – some gumbo with some country pleasing and dewy. But here's no, the thing. red beans and rice a minute ago. Now well, you're on gumbo. I, yeah, it I could be either one. No, I but want just but, straight sausage. But also what you're going to be doing too is trying to figure out where you're going to eat Saturday night. So you're going to startwell.org to see where to get those dinner reservations and what all else is going on the rest of the weekend. Charlie, what you got? Well, I'll tell you, the thing that's kind of on the horizon that you're going to want to go ahead and put on your calendar is Pumpkin Palooza. Oh, yeah, they shut down the streets of Starville, man. October 26th. And, by the way, the dusty streets of Starville, but don't let that deter you. I I will say this Progress. Pardon our progress, We need a few of those signs around. But I will say this in all seriousness. The business community in Starville, the downtown businesses, look, they've been impacted because there's a lot of gravel. It's a lot of work. It is about to be covered here very quickly in some temporary pavement. Uh, but, man, get out and support those guys because Startville is going to be better looking. It's going to be more enjoyable when this is done. But infrastructure isn't always pretty. What if a pumpkin seed, what if a pumpkin bursts and it gets in the cracks underneath the pavement and the next year 
pumpkins will emerge from the city streets of Starville. Have you seen, by the way, speaking of pumpkins, have you seen? I, I, I don't the, even know what to say to that. Have you seen the weird thing that Texas A and M does? Uh, oh, <laughs> gotcha. Charlie, we, we okay. can do a whole show but on the you, weird things. But Texas have you seen A&M. their flight of the pumpkin? Uh, no, the man, let me tell you, they they you know what I'm talking about, right? They no. put a big pumpkin on the guy's head. No, and they they're. Is he, a, is he a Yale leader? What, I mean, is no, he, like, what do I type per- into Google to get that? <laughs> I mean, is he doing that stupid, stupid They have dance? a parade with people like their face painted, carrying pumpkins. <laughs> I guarantee and you. And they have a guy I, a big pumpkin head. If I typed in stupid, squirrely Texas A&M, that would, that would not be the top 20. <laughs> I, 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 well, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you there's a whole Wikipedia page devoted to all Compound things stupid Texas complex. A&M. Hey, boys, enjoyed it. Hey, we got to get out of here. Enjoyed it, fellas. Hey, appreciate you. Thanks to our good friends at uh, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. Country Pleasing Sauces. You can get it at countrypleasing.com or in grocery stores throughout the southeast. Maroon and Company. Go to maroonandco.com or their in-store purchases. The promo code LEFTFIELD15. Howard Technology Solutions. Go to howardcomputers.com to see what they can do for your business. And startwell.org, the Startwell CVB. So for Charlie Winfield and Jay Perry, hey, appreciate you guys hanging out with us here in the midweek on Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau.